Tati, God Almighty, this is the Sweat Equity Podcast. I'm doing a mini episode. Uh, we uh, to do it earlier. Just kept coming off. Got to find work. That comes first around here in the Toka, Tokabaga Consulting Office, or uh, as we try to go for a shorthand name, the Toko Works. If you want to email us, that's law, L A W, at Toko Works, T O C O W O. RKS.com. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, what you want us to talk about. Throw in a mailbag question. All these, all these mini episodes where we're trying to do a little teaching, it's all coming from uh, questions that come up. So I feel like this is a good use of time. And if the question comes up again, I've got this link that I'll go, hey, did you check out the link? And they be like, oh, I forgot. And you're like, well, I gave it to you in audio and video. So speaking of which, you can listen to us on the Laughable app. You're probably not right now, but it's the app you got to check out because you can tag any comedian that's on there. There's non-comedians on there as well, but it, if any comedian you like does another show, uh, it'll let you know. So I love uh, Tampa's own Burt Kreischer, um, and if he's on Rogan, I'll get a little notification. So... It's kind of one of those things where it's kind of like I can't believe the iTunes app didn't have that. But if you are using that iTunes app, hook up that five-star, write a little review, subscribe, you know, hit that share button, send it over to a buddy. This is sweat equity kind of, hey, man, I know you're trying to do your own, uh, trying to make your own shoe. <laughs> your own, uh, you're, you're going to bring back cobbling shoes. That's your new venture. I know you're trying to do that outside your accounts receivable job. And, uh, you know, I think this podcast will help. So it's all about kind of that hustle, uh, practical information, uh, how to do stuff uh, on your passionate uh, journey. Or it could just be your hobby. It doesn't have to be the thing that you need to make a career or full-time income on. But if you're going to do it, do it smart. Learn from other people's mistakes. So... That's the synopsis of this show. Uh, just trying to get through a couple of things. I'm, we've got a sponsor. I'm excited about that. We, we were approached by an ad agency, and we've got some sponsorship. And I got to tell you, they kind of lined, lined us up with what makes sense for this podcast, where we're giving this kind of information out. So they tried to give us the sponsors that I already knew all of them, um, but you know, they try to hook us up with the, the businessy side. So this is going to be another uh, plug for Grasshopper, your virtual phone system. And I can't stress enough. I thought about it after the last podcast intro I did um, with Kelsey Barr and Damien Alpazar on the last episode. I was thinking about it, and it's one of those things where you're a total jabroni if you, if you claim that you got the business cards, you claim to have a business and you have everything funneling to your personal line. It's a total jabron move. You got to get a business line. The deal with Grasshopper, I kept looking around because I don't want to read the copy. You know, I'll tell you, we, you will save 50 bucks if you go to trygrasshopper.com forward slash or just slash sweat. So trygrasshopper.com slash sweat, like key sweat. And if you forget, 
just hit us up uh, on the myriad of social media channels I'm on. I'll send you over the link. I'll personally do it. We've got about a thousand listeners, but I'll make that happen for you. Wink, 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 wink. Um, but Grasshopper, the Grasshopper phone, here's, here's another plug, realistic plug for it, is it's scalable. So some people go, well, I'm already with uh, AT&T or Sprint. I'm going to add another line on there. And I find out when I follow up on it, like, how'd that work out for you? Uh, they, everybody that I know that tried to do that usually doesn't like it. A, it doesn't compartmentalize their life. And then B, it's not, it's not as scalable. It's, it's a pain in the ass to, like, get that number when you get bigger and you need other people to have that access on their phone, it's kind of a pain in the dick. So Grasshopper will make a plug that it's scalable. There's like four different size plans. I think they start at, it's under 20 bucks for a line. I think we may move over to that just because we're paying 20 or 25. Um, and I'm not happy with our app. So I'll become a customer. If you become a customer, let me know if you do it. Um, but you can add on other employees or other people you're, you're working with, anybody with teams, you can share the line. So if you just want one business line, you're a real small um, a greeting card company that you print your own stuff, stationery and whatnot. You got like four six-year-old women that are doing, you know, doing the cute work for you uh, as far as printing and kind of work in the retail store but you want them to have a phone number so they can talk to customer service or clients or whatever, this is a perfect uh, way to do it. So try grasshopper.com forward slash sweat. Uh, the non-paid ad shout-out, I want to try to do these as well. I'm copying Pete Holmes in, uh, in his You Made It Weird podcast, which I highly recommend. But he does a shout-out for something that he's not paid for. So this is kind of the second ad slot, but... Something we're going to try to do it for previous clients or stuff we found that I think is useful. He does it for CDB hemp oil, which I think is great. He's involved with Charlotte's Web. He doesn't get paid by him. He just likes him. I like that. He calls it Pete's Pick. So I'm going to steal that. In, in stand-up, you can't steal jokes, but uh, in business, you can steal good ideas. Uh, that's pretty kosher, and it's kind of how business works. You look at that and go, I can do that. I'm going to do that, but do it better. So I want to uh, copy his idea and kind of give a shout-out. I'm wearing the shirt if you're watching this on video. Yeah, I'm looking at you right in the eye lens. Gotham Florist. It's uh, my sister-in-law, I guess technically cousin-in-law, but they're my wife and and her basically sisters. I call her sister-in-law. She uh, runs a badass uh, flower shop, I guess. Is, I hope that's what you call it nowadays. It's like when you, you call, uh, you're, I called someone a waitress, and I was corrected to a server. So I don't know if that's the correct nomenclature, but she has a badass. Uh, if you're in New York, anybody listening in New York, she has a badass company over there, does great arrangements, can ship, I think, out of New York, but follow her on Pinterest or Instagram. Her Instagram's usually pretty good. Gets me interested in flowers. Uh, give her a like on Facebook. Or just uh, give her a shout-out, you know, whenever you're checking it out. So GothamFlorist.com. So, whew, that was a lot. That was a lot of stuff. Um, okay. So 
we're going to try to do this in about 12 minutes because I got my lunch literally right here if you're looking on video. So uh, this one I, I was interested in because I, I was doing hiring campaigns for a client and I saw that there <laughs> The, the, job, the way jobs are um, positioned online is interesting, but especially in our this kind of area. It's digital services. We're trying to be a nerd agency meets small, medium business consulting company. And there's a, there's a logic behind it. It's not because I'm crazy or in, overzealous ambition. I don't, you got to have a little bit of delusions of grandeur, but that's not why. It's because it kind of has to be. Uh, you kind of have to moneyball teams like we do for clients to make it cost efficient. So I was looking through, I was just curious and I was looking through some of the job postings on Indeed and I thought I, you know, Eric Reginger, who's been joining me for these uh, mini pods, he's sick today, but we were looking at it and it's like, that, that's a unicorn. That job doesn't exist. And then we looked through a lot more and we were like, this is weird. So it's like, there, there's people putting out work for 35, 40 grand a year, which is okay. Um, but the position, the requirements are like insane. The requirements, the, we basically broke it down. This person doesn't exist. They're looking for a unicorn. So my theory was, and I'm going to go through one of these job postings in a second, because I, I found one uh, right before I hit record. And I'll go through, I'll skim through it, but I, gotta, I'll, I have a screenshot on the blog post on uh, tocoworks.com. But it's funny, it was like, okay, it's one of the, and we were trying to break it down. Either this person can do everything in a digital marketing uh, world, like handle 20, be skilled at, be a badass at 20 to 25 different modalities platforms, uh, apps, whatever, you know, whatever the job was calling for. But typically they're trying to get someone that does SEO, SEM, uh, social media marketing and management. To me, there's like SEO, SEM, that's like its own deal. That's its own beast. Uh, and then it'll be, and then they'll say social media marketing and management. Okay. To do that correctly, there's like eight steps to me. Uh, we'll go over that on another podcast. Then an PPC, which is the Google search, display ads, Bing, all that stuff, whatever you're looking for, that's PPC, pay-per-click. And social media ads, which is kind of the other side of the online ads, which is Facebook ads, Instagram ads, Pinterest ads, LinkedIn ads, those things where they can target a lot better. So this is all still in one job. Then you have to be a content creator, you have to be a, you have to figure out the strategy for that then the, the the funniest stuff i was looking at was that you know you need 8 to 10 years of experience to get this position and it's like well hold on some of these things barely existed 10 years ago anybody on the vanguard of this and has been doing it is not going to fill this role so my <laughs> what i was looking at was like anybody who if you're trying to hire that position, you're going to get someone who's either going to fake until they make it or someone has those skills and is going to bounce in about 
two to three months. Once they don't know their own value, because that's easily over a hundred thousand dollar job, if not more. Um, so I, uh, I was thinking about it. We we're talking about it. And, um, why is this this way? And I think it's Moore's law. I think, I hope Moore's law, I'm going to look that up. Moore's law, I believe says, uh, technology moves at an exponentially rapid pace. Um, yeah, so, uh, well, the exact definition, not the same, but let's just go with uh, technology moves so rapidly we can't keep up with it. And it may have surpassed us a little bit uh, the last couple of years. I don't know. I look at it on a chart. We're, we go, we can handle, you know, 10% technology increase. I think that bitch just went sky, skyrocketed way over us. So I think part of the problem is the lexicon, the nomenclature, the, the, just the terms. The terms are so elastic and they change all the time in the digital services area that what's SEO? Well, SEO used to be write a bunch of keywords at the bottom of your website and it'll just get picked up by Google. But now it changes all the time, and it has to do with uh, mobile speed, and it has to do with uh, what's above the fold content. And there's, there's a lot of constraints just in that area for your website. And so it's one of those things where, um, you know, I don't, th I don't think that's the route to do it. I think if you're trying to find a $40,000 digital marketing manager or digital marketing director, I think what you really need is a project manager. Um, and this it might sound like, you know, a sell for us, but it's something we come across. Like I said, this these mini pods going to try to tackle some of these uh, questions that have come up, or why should we hire y'all over having someone in house? In house person's fine, but you probably don't need it. You do, we do stress a lot of uh, customer service, client service. We try to do video updates and face-to-face -face interaction. And if you're local, we'll, uh, we'll meet with you once a week until that kind of peters out. But we, we got to get up, all up in your biz. We want to know everything about you. But then uh, small businesses don't have time to figure out this terminology to go, okay, this is the kind of position we need. I'm going to read one I found from Bell's. Yeah, you know, the department store you don't go to. They will, ah, I think I got knocked off my block a little bit. Something happened with the internet or my SD card. I don't know. Anyway, I've, I don't know where it cut me off. I'm going to read the Bells. Uh, <laughs> this is Bells out of Bradenton, Florida. I try to look around me, see what's, you know, because I know what the market demands, obviously. And this is a $50,000 job. And I'll, I'll, I'm going to post the screen grab on, uh, on our site, and I'll link it over in case they do like a cease and desist. So um, let's see. Spearhead a comprehensive digital marketing roadmap that raises brand awareness, increases customer acquisition, and effectively drives existing customer profitability both in-store and online. Okay. Innovative thought leader, yeah, 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 kind of big business talk. Oversee the digital marketing strategy for Bells Burks outlet stores, including, but not limited to, email program, SEO and PPC, social media, and affiliate marketing. Wow. 
that is (laughs) for a fifty thousand dollar job that's going to be aggressive um bells is a huge operation just this job should just be for one of the fall like either email seo ppc social media or affiliate market those are five different big huge things to manage and then um i'll skip it but there's just a lot there's a lot of copy in this but the one that caught my eye was um eight to ten years of strategic executional responsibilities in digital marketing or e-commerce required wow um what was the other one I saw? There's a strong Excel skills, ability to create e-commerce performance reports, reporting and ROI, ROAs, conversion rates, AOVs, and other key metrics. And then the next tab says, or the next bullet point, efficiency in Tableau, a plus. Well, why would you be doing reporting in Excel? Uh, you guys are huge. You guys should be paying for something like Tableau or uh, uh, Base or there's a, a lot of reporting dashboards that can API sync in. Why would you waste this, this uh, the hours of this job's time to do it? Anyway, so... So here's my uh, pitch on um, the agency model, consulting firm model. Uh, The good part is what we say is you're hiring us as think of us as a part time or full time employee, but we can do about forty to fifty different things. We our agency operates a little differently. I'm trying to do a uh, an independent contractor kind of uh, model where. Every every client comes down and every project comes down to quality, uh, cost, and then speed, basically, or delivery is how the how the business books want to talk about it, operation books talk about it. So my thing is like, okay, you know, sometimes you skimp on quality a little bit if you're not that interesting of a, a business or, uh, you know, we're not going to have to create totally original uh, images or video for your business, you know, there's ways to do that. Speed, maybe, you know, okay, these mini projects within the bigger thing, the bigger uh, holistic view, they don't need to happen as fast as I think they do. And, but usually it's cost. And most people don't know how to budget. So budgeting, I'll, I'll throw it out there. Um, SBA.gov, I use as a reference just because it's something everybody knows. They have a lot of good information actually on the site, and they say about ten to thirteen percent of your gross revenue should be allocated toward marketing. Now we don't just do marketing; we'll we'll do branding, which will be in the marketing bucket for accounting for accounting purposes. But like we'll still help with operations, other other things. Um, you know the the hard part of the agency model agency client model is communication and i think some uh, i try to and we're getting better at this try to have over communicate in the beginning some client expectations but we still need to get to know every client in the beginning a lot pretty heavy and we also uh need good communication again 
think of it like we're the virtual employee um, and we we put every client on retainer on Slack. So we have that uh, virtual kind of communication. So the bad part sometimes is uh, a lot of people don't know how to vet agencies. So you don't know what you're going for. Just at the very least, try to quote a few. See how their approach to everything is. And can you hang out, do the uh, the writers, the comedy writer's room rule? Can you hang out with this person at 2 a.m. if you had to work on a project together? I always kind of think about that. People want to hire us because we're good, but also that we're, we're not annoying the shit out of them. We're communicating professionally, but also we can get, you know, get a better understanding of them. Since we work with a lot of small, medium businesses, it gets a little bit more on the personal side because it does have such an effect on the business side. Um, you got to create time in that respect. You got to create time at least once a week to check in. We are getting better at that. We try to do video updates before we even do a scrum 15-minute, 20 minute update meeting with our clients. That's been working out a lot better. So if we try to do a standing 20-minute meeting Thursday morning, Wednesday morning, we'll try to send out, you know, an update. So it's like a one-way, here's what I would say anyway to get you updated, digest all that, and then when we talk, or they can look at it morning before we meet, but it, it's super efficient. So, you know, Make sure the the agency or the firm you're talking to does create that time to be in there. Look, we were we were talking about a potential client that we we're talking to, and it was like, yeah, if we got to go in there once a week and just sit at a desk within everybody for a while. We might be willing to do that, you know, just so they feel more comfortable with this. Because again, there's no template for this. You just kind of have to figure it out. That's kind of what we do. And then uh, make sure the agencies or firms, I think, have to look at it holistically. What are your goals? What's the work-life balance? How do they plug and play in there? Um, you know, make sure they don't overstep their bounds with uh, boundaries with employees there. So there's, you know, you got to kind of figure it out, but you'll get the most bang for your buck. So that position you're throwing out for $50,000 you might be able to get an agency, a hungry one like us, for about 35 And we're going to knock it out of the park because that's going to be a landmark, uh, you know, as much as Bells isn't going to hire us now unless they like to be negged on, um, <laughs> like the pickup artist. I don't think they're going to they're gonna hire us, but they can find it. I'll give them a referral to another hungry agency. Um but as I said, uh, the good part about how we approach it, and I, every agency is different, we think offline is we do digital services. 90% of our portfolio of services is digital, but we understand there's an offline value to it. And to us, it's whatever's online reflects you offline and vice versa. So that CX, that customer or that client experience, as it's called, is really big with us, and we were just looking over the car dealership touch points. It's like 24 touch points until you buy a car, uh, five of which are offline. The rest are digital, which is kind of crazy now. Um, so 
if there's a big gap between the brand or the business online and offline, I mean, how many people have bought something online, they try to call customer service or they had a chat box and they want to punch their computer. So we're, our thing is trying to bring that customer service to faceless uh, digital, the digital world. And then uh, agility and scalability. We have partners that are, um, we got our friends advantages in New York that we love. If we, uh, we kind of have a, if, if we have a brand that's big, we get an A-list top uh, 500 Forbes, uh, Fortune 500 company, and it's a, <laughs> it's a little bit too much for us. We have these partners that are, these agencies that are bigger than us, that see us eye to eye, that I've already vetted out, just like I go down and I've vetted all the freelancers, independent contractors, to have them as best on the job. And I look, email me. If you're looking for someone, we might not be it, but I guarantee I'll be able to refer you to someone. So we try to look at agility, scalability um, as a big kind of selling point because it has to be that way. You have to figure out if you have a business that goes on trends um, and, you know, something in the news happens and we got to kind of switch gears, we can get in that mental mindset to always be prepared, always be prepared ahead of time. So, you know, I think if uh, you're going to hire, try to hire someone in-house for this position, I think it should be op operations manager, project manager that can manage an agency. Um, and then put put that ops PM person on whatever other processes you're doing, because essentially, you know that's what you would be doing as the business owner if you you have enough staff. Um, you may not have to be the one that's the contact, the point person. So, uh, I hope this helps. <laughs> I think it should. But basically, these positions where you're looking for just a nerd online. And asking, asking for high-level skills on 14 different... I'm looking at 14 different things just in my vision while talking on, the, uh, on this job posting. It just doesn't exist. So, hire a nerd agency like this. Peace.